Hey, welcome to the Better Than Bad Sex podcast. I'm Lori Rivers, marketing director and partner at Honey Love Chocolates. We are soy-free, dairy-free, gluten-free, guilt-free, pure pleasure. Today we are talking about giving thanks because, you know, that's the thing to do on Thanksgiving, isn't it? Talk about giving thanks and all the things we have to be grateful for. Yes, the holiday was started by pilgrims who got here and indigenous people were done wrong. And we can look at the reality of that, but not on this podcast, not today. Um, Not a denier of it happening, but I think anytime we have a chance to talk about bounty and pleasure and gratitude um, is a good thing. It's easy when life is stressful or um, challenging or full of obstacles to lose sight of the things we are grateful for. And Kirsten and I live, work, and play together. And that could be a very stressful thing. You know, they say don't go into business with your friends or family. Don't... um, don't live where you work. Don't don't spend twenty four seven together, or you'll you'll hate it. And we don't have that problem at all. And it's it's a lot of fun. We have fun every day. And one of the ways we do that is we count our blessings. We count the joy, and we count the things we have to be grateful for. And we're not making it up and we're not pretending. And some days we, we have to dig a little bit if it's been a challenging day. But we find the things we have to be grateful for. And on a day like today that is dedicated to gratitude, thanks, giving thanks, uh, it's something to look at. And it could be the weather is beautiful. And it is here in the Pacific Northwest today. There's some clouds, but it's beautiful sunny skies and and the blue sky peeking out behind those fast-moving cirrus clouds, occasional rainbows popping up here and there. That's something to be grateful for, right? It could be windy and gloomy and muggy and rainy like it was yesterday, but it's not. It's a beautiful day today. When we can look and find the things that we're grateful for in life, um, everything gets a little easier. It's one of the ways we can relax in our bodies and feel good. And, And why is that important? Well, when you get tense and when your cells are in self protection mode, you are literally shutting yourself off from living well and and in a literal sense because they've shown in the laboratory that when you're in self protection when you're when you're stressed because that's self protection your cells cannot grow they cannot regenerate they cannot restore they cannot revitalize so if you want to restore and be revitalized and live a good long mostly healthy life the way you do that is by not being in self protection. And gratitude is one of the ways you can do that. You can, when you really are grateful, you can feel the ease in your physical body. It's not just a mental exercise. You're not just thinking yourself out of a hole. You are feeling that sense of ease and relief and, and gratitude. 
So let's take a look during this podcast at the ways you can find gratitude every single day. And I'm going to talk about the things we're grateful for here at Honey Love Chocolates because um, it's a pretty damn good life. It is a life of ease and joy and sweetness and, yes, guilt-free chocolate. So, gratitude, gratitude. What are the things we have to be grateful here at Honey Love Chocolates? Well, Kirsten and I both are uh, women of a certain age. We've both had marriages. We've both left those marriages. Uh, we've had times where we've been treated less well than we are now. And we have had times where we have been treated remarkably well in life. Today is one of those times. Um, we have a beautiful friendship. We like to say it's like being sisters without the baggage. We are dear friends. We laugh and giggle and play. And sometimes um, it's a bit more like being five than it is almost 50. And that ranges from having pretend tea parties, trying to work out a system for creating a wonderful sipping chocolate ritual that is a little bit magical. It is planning the decorations for the chocolate bar here at the Sweet Spot in Olympia, where we invite people in to do more than just taste chocolate, but have a great experience. We get to use our imaginations every day and have fun, and we get to uh, remind the other one of what they really want in life and, and be utterly supportive and supported at the same time. And it's really, really cool. And, uh, and, and make wonderful food for each other and, and um, root each other on in other personal endeavors. Because as much as we do live and work and play together, we have our own personal projects as well and our own personal relationships. So, you know, last night we were laughing at the dinner table after a pretty long day of preparing for shows and and really loving how the day had evolved and and I looked at her and I said, man, do we have a benchmark for what we want in, in romantic relationships? It's got to be better than what we have in a non-romantic relationship. You know, that communication, that ease, that flow, that um, sense of joy and wonder, you know, it, it's got to be possible, right? Because we're able to have this very wonderful friendship be so easy and you can do that in a living arrangement. It's not stressful. And things that are less um, joyful to us, we're able to talk about that and just reroute it and make things happen. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing, and it's something I'm very grateful for, and Kirsten has expressed her gratitude for it. It's so easy to work together. And when you're growing and you're building and something is new and you're not established, that that time can be exceptionally stressful. And if you've lived any time at all on the planet, you know that it's the beginning phases where something is um, built on its foundations 
and sometimes it's it's where the failure to thrive comes up right away and if, if a partnership doesn't work if a relationship doesn't work if a business isn't being built correctly it fizzles at that point right it fizzles it doesn't keep going um, and so it's a wonderful working relationship so we're really grateful that working and living together and creating together is really easy and and it's helping us decide and describe how we want to live our lives further from this place on what kind of people we want to have relationships with what kind of um, business involvement we want to have what kind of um, things we want to do just for fun how that comes up what kind of experiences and we do that by being grateful every day and since it's Thanksgiving we're looking at how we want to be now what are we doing for Thanksgiving here at the sweet spot well we're actually kind of working and puttering and getting ready for the shows on Saturday and tomorrow Friday Kirsten's daughter Maddie is coming to make a wonderful Friendsgiving dinner and we'll be cooking the whole shebang. We're very excited to see what she does and uh, Maddie is a great cook and a wonderful hostess and we're very excited to have her come over and have wonderful company over tomorrow um, while we putter and finish and get ready for the shows on Saturday. Uh, Maddie will also be one of the elves that is at the Lincoln Market in Olympia, Washington. So Maddie and Anna will be at the Lincoln Market in Olympia, Washington uh, from 11 to 3. And they will be serving up wonderful Honey Love chocolates. We have some really special prices. This is a family event. It's a fun winter holiday event. And we know the kids want to buy mom and dad something. So we've put some very, very special pricing available at the Lincoln Market. Uh, that's just for local Olympia because we want to share our love for all the wonderful support. You know, this is what we're grateful for. When we go to the co-ops, when we go grocery shopping, when we're out at events, people come up and just love what we're doing. They love the message. They love that we're bringing really good, delightful, healthy chocolate that people can enjoy. They love the message of enjoying life and making it sweeter. They love that we work and play together and have a good time and show that you don't have to be a stressed out grumpy puss to be good at business. That you can thrive and do well and be a decent human being in this world that loves to give the opposite message and we're grateful that we get so many cheerleaders on the route which just it helps fuel us it really does it helps fuel us to doing better and better and better when people are saying hey we love what you're doing so we're grateful to the wonderful people of Olympia Washington who totally support everything we're doing at Honey Love Chocolates and so because of that 
um, our thank you is getting some really, really special prices. So an example of that is we have a wonderful sampler box. This is a new item. We'll be getting it up on the website today. It's a white, lovely box filled with individually wrapped wafers of each of our flavors and right now we have 10 because of the holidays we have retired ginger pecan we'll talk a little bit later about that when you retire a flavor but we have all of our delicious flavors individually wrapped that go into that amazing amazing box and and it's normally retails for ten dollars but at the lincoln elementary show it will be eight dollars so just keeping that price down a little bit we'll have some five dollar items and we'll have um, some of the gift boxes and everything is specially priced just for families going to that show just to show our support and our gratitude uh, for supporting us because you guys do you guys do, and we want to send our love to you for that. Um, to Maddie and Anna, huge thanks to our wonderful, beautiful elves for helping that we are double booked because we are both in Bellevue, Washington and Olympia, Washington. And Kirsten and I will be up in Bellevue at the Maiden Bower Center. And so having people we can trust and know will do a beautiful job making sure people get their chocolate is, is such a gift. So huge thanks to Maddie and Anna for being amazing elves and passing out wonderful samples and making sure people get beautiful chocolate in time for the holidays. So that's some stuff to be grateful for. Um, it's easy, it's easy to focus on the stuff that's in the way. It's easy to focus on the problems. And when we realized we had two shows the same day, instead of going, oh no, what'll we do? We said, hmm, what can we do to make that easy? That's some of how we do our work. We, we literally just, we don't look at things as a way to cause stress. We look at things that how can we make this easier? What feels right? What feels better? How does this get easier? How can we make this flow? And when are we in that and when aren't we? And then make the adjustment. As I love to teach my students in my uh, Align to Rise group, the power is in the noticing, the perfection's in the correction. So the power for you to be in a great state of ease and flow and find your gratitude, even when it looks like everything's going to hell in a handbasket in your life is to notice and pay attention. The power is in the noticing. When you notice that you are on a mental track of counting what isn't right versus what is you are building stress in your body. Remember at the beginning of the podcast, we talked about being in self-protection and how that limits you from living well. And that includes your health and your wellness. When you are in a constant state of stress and a constant state of worry, and you're focusing on all of the things that you really can't do anything about, um, you are actually constricting the cells of your body. 
So what you can do is notice and make an adjustment because the power is in the noticing. You get to respond. And you say, well, that's great, Lori. You, you run a chocolate company that makes it easy for you. And I can say, oh, no. Not always. We all have things that come up in life. Um, the perfection isn't about being perfect. The perfection is in the correction. We are so perfectly designed to redirect our responses to life. We've been trained to problem solve. We've been trained to figure things out. We've been trained to, um, to worry. We've been trained that this is what we're supposed to do. And, and when the matter is actually we are built to shift and thrive. We have thumbs and know how to use them for a reason as human beings. We are wonderfully adaptable. So we have this ability in 90 seconds to shift our entire biochemistry, okay, and our brain chemistry from shooting off adrenaline and cortisol and all the wonderful hormones that go off when we're angry or frustrated or stressed out, within 90 seconds, we can completely flush our system free of those, those hormones and redirect ourselves so we can literally choose how we feel. Now, don't believe me? Go listen to Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor. I teach my business students this because these aren't big business owners. These, these aren't people who go out and get investment capital. These aren't people who um, are, you know, at TechCrunch and Mashable and, and those guys who, you know, they run their, their startup competitions for, you know, a million dollars of funding or 50,000 of funding even. These are folks who are dedicated to service. They're massage therapists. They're um, aromatherapists. They're, they're people who... Um, um, do some social media, you know, maybe they, they, they have a great message. They might be life coaches. They might be healers. They might be, um, people who want to give private tours in the travel industry. They're service providers with a lot of heart. They're entertainers with a lot of heart. They're writers with serious messages, um, uh, and want to help people and make the world a better place. So these aren't people who are, you know, die-hard business people. These are people who give a damn, who want to make the world a better place. And with that mindset of wanting to make the world a better place, sometimes we focus on the struggle and we focus on what's wrong in the world that we want to make right. And when you focus there, though, you put yourself in, in a hole and you can't solve the problem. So I teach my students how to notice using the wonderful work of people like Dr. Jill Bolte-Taylor and Amy Cuddy out of Harvard um, and Stanford, because um, that's where she did some of her clinical research on this very topic. And I take these really big concepts of how to change your brain chemistry, and I teach people physically how to do it, because it's not enough to intellectualize it. So. Do yourself a favor. If you're having a hard time finding anything to be grateful about or wondering why should I, can you imagine just by changing your breathing and oxygenating yourself, you are giving yourself an extra 11 seconds of life. Because every time you shut those cells down, you're degrading the health of them. So oxygenate and give yourself a little more time to enjoy the good stuff. Thank you.
So the power is in the noticing. Can you be grateful that you have this wonderful ability to notice? Now, also please note, it takes practice to do this, to get good at it. Uh, I spent three years practicing hyper-awareness, turning hyper-vigilance on its ear, okay? Because I was very hyper-vigilant due to um, exceptionally severe post-traumatic stress disorder. And so in order to heal my own brain through my own experience, I spent three years and really the first two of those three years focusing moment to moment on my body posture and my breathing. Where was I tense? Where was I holding my breath? When? What were the thoughts? What were uh, my, my go-tos? And I, there were some remarkable noticings that I made, such as I, w I had been wondering why my knees hurt all the time. And because I wasn't paying attention to my body and I wasn't paying attention to the connection to my thoughts and my body, or how I felt in my body and because we're not trained to, even though I had studied yoga, even though I had spent a lifetime studying uh, metaphysics and, and was an energy worker and a healer and what have you, um, didn't matter, didn't matter. I still had not connected to the body, to the physical body, because like many people, I uh, was far more focused on, on spirit than I was physical. And the thing of it is, we're humans in a body for a reason. If we were supposed to just be here and get the heck out um, and not have a physical experience, we, we'd actually have a different physiology. So here's the noticing. My knees hurt and I wasn't paying attention all those years. When I did pay attention, I'm like, what? I wonder what's going on in my posture when I get up from my my chair and I realized one I was sitting at my computer for too long but two I was so stressed that I was shoving my feet into the floor I was putting so much pressure on my knees sitting that I caused them to ache upon standing so when I would sit at that chair I made it a habit and a practice to relax my body to make sure I wasn't using my legs as pile drivers into the floor anymore. And that was a big turning point because then I started noticing my hands would clench. And, and these were just over thoughts, that not, nothing huge, but my stress responses. So I started paying attention and correcting them. Now notice the power and the, is in the noticing, the perfection is in the correction. What do we mean by perfection in the correction? Perfection in the correction is, one, we're not supposed to be perfect, but we are perfectly designed to correct ourselves. And when we say correct, it just means if you're using your feet as a pile driver into the floor, correct it, just change it. It needs to change it to a more relaxed position. If you're holding your breath, correct it, start breathing. We have so often been attacked by the red pen of, of school teachers that we see correction or we look at a correction facility as a punishment, as a sign we're bad, as a, as a sign we're not good enough. And that impedes our ability to be grateful. 
Be grateful that you have the power to notice your own responses in the world. Be grateful that you have the perfect body and mind to correct things that don't work for you so that you can adjust them so that they do. That's what we're talking about. That's how Kirsten and I live every single day. It's why I was willing to retire as a private coach and come into her business because I knew she had the same kinds of training as me. We do different modalities. We do different facilitation models, but they're so lined up. And some of it we do the same. We, we are both familiar with multiple bodies of work and practice those as well. And so we have this wonderful common ground and this wonderful language we can use with each other. And for that, we are grateful every single day. In the next segment, let's look at Turkey. So Turkey, Turkey, whether you eat Turkey or don't eat Turkey, whether you're vegan or raw vegan or you're vegetarian or you're an omnivore or a carnivore, um, today is known as Turkey Day. Maybe it's faux Turkey Day for you. Maybe it is um, Duck Day. A, a good friend of mine down in California is having roast duck today with his family. Um some of us are waiting for tomorrow for Friendsgiving. That's when Kirsten's daughter Maddie is coming over. I talked a little bit about that in the top of the show. Um, Maddie is coming over to cook. I look forward to seeing her wonderful blessings. Um, it is an immensely uh, joyful occasion to get together with people that you love or get along with. And... And that is part of the gratitude of the day, getting time with people. You know, one of the reasons I loved Turkey Day as a kid was it was just so much less stressful than Christmas when it came to the family dynamics. I was a really sensitive little kid and I could really feel the emotions around me and pick up on the undercurrent of what was going on with people. And and so I loved Thanksgiving because it was really just about the food. And, and there are people who go on, you know, there's people starving in the world and blah, blah, blah. Well, I've lived in 23 countries. I've been to countries where there are starving people, including this one, by the way. There are people in this country who do starve. Um, if you can donate and gift your largesse to others and invite people over or give to um, an organization that you feel strongly about, whether it's a food bank or a homeless shelter, what have you. Um, remember, not everyone who is homeless is on the streets. Uh, but if you can give to people in any way and and feel better about that, that's great. Um, but it is a day where we look at the bounty of the harvest. The reason for that was when you, especially in the last hundred years, but in, in agrarian society, fall harvest, it's just so plentiful. It's just so plentiful. Like if everything went off right, you've got so much available, you can give thanks for that. And we do live in, in a culture where we have plenty. We really do. It may not be exactly the way we'd like it to be. It may not be exactly the way um, we think it should be. But we have so much 
And we can be grateful for that abundance. And you want to be real about it. Don't make yourself, you know, don't guilt yourself into it. And if it really bothers you that that kids in the Congo are starving, you know, find a group that does good work there and donate to them. You know, do something about it. You know, Heifer International, great, great, great organization. Um, go donate to them. Donate to others. Find a way. But don't let... You don't have to sit there and not be happy you have abundance because other people are suffering. That doesn't help those people and it doesn't help you get into alignment to be able to do more. And that's why we're looking at Turkey Day and saying thank you for all the good stuff. Um, I am thankful that we are able to grow a company that is really going to serve community. That's our goal, is having a place for women, children, men to feel nurtured, to bring some magic back to life, to get sparkles in their eyes, to feel joy. Because when you can feel joy, your brain opens up and sees all of the possibilities and starts building solutions versus figuring it out. I know that because I've studied the brain science. So that's some of the the stuff that we love and are grateful for in our business. Every time we grow, we're able to do more and serve more people and have more joyful experiences because then we can then be joyful in expanding our service in the world because that's important to both Kirsten and I enjoying watching people live their best lives and be them their very best wherever they're at and isn't that a beautiful thing about beauty and gratitude. Years and years ago, I left the States. Um, I was 18 and I traveled overseas. I went to England to go to college and then um, I ended up in West Africa after college working for a large corporation based out of Australia and the UK. And I got to do a lot of travel. Again, 23 countries, four continents. I spent nine years in the uh, Arabian Gulf in most of that time in Bahrain. It's a tiny, tiny little country, um, about 24 miles east of Saudi Arabia. It's a little island nation, and it's a lovely, lovely place. But growing up in the Northwest, I was used to seeing big beauty, big trees, big mountains. Um, I grew up in Oregon, and so I spent a lot of time on the Oregon coast, big waves, big breakers. Um, and so going to this terrain that was pretty sparse, not what I was taught was beautiful, 